welcome back. Episode two of The Backstoppers. Emily, we have a podcast partner already. Pretty good. Not bad. Episode two. I thought it might be coming down the end of the track or not one at all, but we made it. It's almost like it was pre-planned. It's amazing. But it's not. <laughs> it's but not. it is. Or it is, is it? <laughs> I can't believe we're back for episode two. Can you? I know. I thought I thought one episode and done. One and done. Just one smash it done. out of the park. We like fever. Grand finals. One and done. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's Too soon to say. <laughs> Too soon after. <laughs> we this, lost. <laughs> this weekend's match. So we're going to start off with a bit of a, a match review. Mm. Uh, the final result was 61-62. Fever's way, unfortunately, over in Perth. But Emily, take us through the match. Obviously disappointing that we lost Joey. I thought it was a really good game to start off though. I thought we've been working on everything that we've been talking about, which I think is promising. Um, it was an exciting game. I think one of the best games of the round I've heard. Going closest game of closest the round, for game, sure. that's for sure. Um, but I thought it was a really good hit out to start off with. And, you know, over there in Perth, it's difficult to come up against Fever. They've got the home crowd advantage and we know how loud they can get. Um, no one was on our side, that's, a, that's for sure. Except for Liv Lewis's 35 family members yeah, that were in the crowd. I think she broke the ticket request number. She did. She had a lot, which I didn't hear them, but I did see um, Riley's sign in the crowd, which obviously didn't do enough to get us over the line. But I think a really good start to the season to be able to, you know, go over there and play them and have a really good hit out, obviously would have liked the win. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was some, there were some really good individual performances as well as a really good rounded team performance. So um, a good start, would have liked the win, mm-hmm. but can only go up from here. Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't won a game yet. So no. what are we on the ladder? Fifth. I did look we're today, fifth. we're yep. fifth. Which is like, that's not bad considering... We lost. We I know, we haven't won yet. And the three-hour time difference, Perth doesn't have daylight, daylight savings. So it's a bit, Wasn't it's a bit weird? odd, isn't it, playing at 4pm on a Saturday? Yeah, and I tried to stick to Melbourne time, which I don't know if that helped me or not. I feel like I'm more out of whack now trying to do that. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like it is hard to go over there and play. Um, but I think it's good that we got that one over and done with, Joey. I feel like mm-hmm. we usually get that trip towards the back end of the season and it's always, you know, you're getting more tired as the season goes on. So to be able to get over there and play um, early. My family that was coming to the game actually missed the game. Really? Um, Your yeah, cousins? My cousins, I missed it. <laughs> I got a text from my cousin saying, oh no, we missed it. Because I said, where, where were you? I didn't see you in the crowd. He said, oh, we thought it was seven Perth time. Oh no. Like, so 10 o'clock in <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> so I had oh, no, no one there, which was a bummer. But um, anyway, oh, they've got back home off the train and watched the last quarter on TV. <laughs> I was like, no. Anyway, that's all right. That's definitely something I I would do that. I reckon you would do I that. Would. I just would think in my head that you seven, very simple games are normally at seven. So, of course, it would be seven o'clock per We probably time. need to make it a bit more clear. I feel like on the socials and stuff it was seven, seven, seven. Like I even posted the Vixen's post and, yeah, and it was seven. So maybe they just looked at that and thought seven. Yeah. You need to be know, more clear. Time differences don't exist when you're however no. many kilometres apart. Perth is a long way away. It's very, very far, isn't it? It is. Um, any other thoughts from the match? It was our coach's 150th game. No, a shame we couldn't get the win for Simone. I probably had the worst speech. Um, Joe, you gave me a lot of spice. <laughs> okay, wait. I was concussed. This. I was concussed. Oh, don't say that. No, not, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I wasn't she wasn't concussed. Con- I'm trying uh, to make an excuse. That's we'll why. Just edit that one out. Um, <laughs> we picture this. We're back in our team room after the game. We had a few speeches after, which a few of you may have seen on the broadcast. Uh, and we've got the present to give to Simone. I'd written the card because you it know, was a good card. Written words are probably more my gift yeah. than the, the audio. Talking. And uh, Emily said she will give a speech. 
um, which in my head, it's Simone's 150th game, so you'd think it would be primarily about her, but Emily just decided to give us her whole netball <laughs> playing history from when she was 15, um, coming up through the netball Victoria ranks. I know you were getting to the fact that Simone know, saw some talent and some, oh, you know, a very that. strong defensive prospect in you, but it was so it long-winded. Was it, was it was about terrible. you. <laughs> and then I was like... And then I thought about it after. I was like, oh, yeah, like I was trying to share experiences because like obviously the only experiences I have is with me and Simone. So I tried to like that's all I could talk about. But I was like, oh, yeah, I probably did blab a lot about myself, probably a little bit too much. Um, but anyway, we did a win and I had a terrible speech. We all love and your she, speeches. Though. Yeah, they are uh, interesting. Um, at least they keep people on their toes. But, yeah, unfortunately we weren't able to get the win for Simone and her 150th. But she was able to have a bit of a boogie post-game with uh, Pete, two-meter mm-hmm. Peter, um, in the change room, which was fun. So we, she still, I think, enjoyed our performance in terms of what we put out there. Obviously she loves winning. We know that she's super competitive as yep. a player, but as a coach she loves to win. Um, but to see her proud of us for the performance we put out and that we you know, made her slightly proud on her 150th was you know, something good to take from that game. And now I have a real, you know, a real hard-hitting question for you. Uh, the court seemed a little bit slippery. A uh, few people falling over out there, you know, was it humid in the stadium? It actually was. I saw a photo um, and I was sweaty. Like, we had a timeout were, and I was glistening. You were playing gold defence. I was running around. <laughs> it wasn't just standing back on Janiel for four quarters. Um, so I was running. It was quite warm, but... I slipped over a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise how much until after the game and watching a bit of footage back that I was on the ground way more than when I was actually standing upright. You're throwing them off. Good defensive Where strategy. am I? Don't know. I'm on the ground. Pop up. <laughs> I'll just pop out of nowhere. But I don't think I was the worst out there in terms of mm. muck-ups. No. I think there was a couple more that were worse. A few Falcons. One in particular from our mate. Yeah, that might be the captain of the Australia deep. Well, that's embarrassing. There goes the captain. <laughs> she's down. She's got hit in the face with the ball. And then she's tried, like, Kate Eddie's trying to pass her the ball and she's holding her nose. It's like, Liz, get ready. The ball's coming back. I know. She was just checking if it wasn't broken. It must have been really it sore. It would have hurt. Know? There's like, nothing really worse sore. than a falcon, especially when we like, you know, when you're younger playing outdoors and it's like your hands are frozen, the ball goes through your hands straight into the face. You think your head's been blown off. <laughs> Straight off. Um, but no, Lizzie had a few funny moments. One, she was offside for a bit, hanging out and just wanted to be a goal attack, bringing back her old days. She actually started as a goal attack, I think, so I think she wanted to get back in there. But, yeah, there were a few funny things. Yeah, well, we'll close the door on our round one match there, I think. So I've got something else for you today. Oh. Um, it's a bit of a long-winded story, so you'll have to bear with me. Kind Just of like the same as my Kind speech. of like your speech, yeah. Mm. Um, and we are going to film a portion of this, so for those of you listening at home, make sure you tune in to the Melbourne Vixens TikTok uh, and our Instagram account. I think the actual footage is going to be uploaded up there and also probably on my own personal TikTok. Um, it's Joe How underscore many? Weston, if you guys want to follow me. And on mine. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, wait, Emily Maddox doesn't have I've got reels. TikTok. I've got Instagram reels. Oh, will it pop even. up on Instagram that's reels? Such, that's such a big ick, as the oh, Gen Zs will say. Oh, Ooh. please, who are you? You're please. nearly 30. Don't even try and act you're like you're 30. young. You're nearly 30. <laughs> I'm holding on. I'm holding on to that, that, that cusp of Gen Z by the skin of my teeth. You're you know? closer to 30. You're 29. I'm 28. You're about to turn no, 29. I'm 28. You're 29, you're yeah, closer. But emotionally, you're 65. But I look 15 <laughs> like in last week's episode. <laughs> That's true. So I'll try and I'll try to speed through it, you know. Okay. Um, 
So at the end of every game, recovery is really important. Nutrition mm-hmm. is very important to us. We luckily have the Victorian Institute of Sport, best uh, nutritionist in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting some food or getting some fuel into you post-game is as important as your pre-game carbo-loading. So after every game, you know, um, uh, some of our staff wander around and they offer chocolate milk, up and goes, any sort of variety of a dairy beverage. And I'm a non-dairy queen. Um, it makes what? me feel sick. I don't really like really? it that you much. You don't like chocolate milk? No. I so, think we all know this, Joe. Um, every time, you know, I would be offered it and I'd politely decline. I'd say, oh, no, thank you. Sorry, politely. Politely. <laughs> I don't drink chocolate milk. <laughs> Sorry, I did not sound Sorry, like Sorry, it's that. your segment. <laughs> uh, yeah, stop interrupting. I'd be like, oh, no, I don't really like chocolate milk. Oh, no, I don't really like chocolate milk. Fast forward to the end of that season, it must have been, I don't know what year it was, but after the every, you know, at the end of every sports season, you do a bit of a review, um, try and pick out what things work and don't work. And I don't know if we'd sort of like ticked every box and we were grasping at straws, but in one of our review sessions, uh, what did I say, Emily? I think it was like a stop, start, keep sort of setup where you, mm. that was the review plan that we were going through. And I think one of your stops was stop asking me for chocolate <laughs> if I want chocolate milk. <laughs> and I was like, I think I was the scriber for that. And I was like, do I really want to write this? I was like, oh, Joe will get angry if I don't write. So I was like awkwardly writing it, like felt bad presenting it to Simone. Like, here, this is our serious review about the year. Joe doesn't like chocolate milk. Don't ask her. Well, I think it was because we were doing... Obviously, so we ticked, there was no stops. There that no must stops. have been the only stop. I was like, I have to think of something to write down. Like, there must be some improvement. I, I, you know, it's... I'd said many times. And have you been asked for chocolate milk since? Like, has... Did that get actioned? Because we always want action That's what we're true. writing. That's did it get actioned? Um, I think it did. Now yeah. I don't get asked. And it's a running joke within our team. But fast forward to the segment we will video. Mm-hmm. Um, you love chocolate milk. You've I got love chocolate milk. You've got a few favourites. So I decided we should put, um, you know, your connoisseur, your palate, your chocolate milk palate to the test. All right. Um, and we're going to do a bit of a taste test. So we're going to video this and then we'll come back. Do I do like how you test wine and swish it around in your mouth and then spit it back out or is it serious? Swallow. <laughs> is that how you normally would drink chocolate milk? Is that Probably not, no. <laughs> I didn't know how serious we're going here with it. This is The Backstoppers, a Melbourne Vixens podcast presented by Deakin University. Looking for a future in sport? Be ready to transform the industry. Deakin School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences is ranked number one in the world. Study with them and be prepared to redefine what it means to work in sport. Plus, experience priceless practical experience with elite industry partners like Nepple Victoria and the Melbourne Vixens. Mmm, delicious. I'm back. <laughs> Full of chocolate milk. Full of chalky milk and I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling very recovered. Feeling very nice. How are you? Well, that was, that was, well? It was entertaining for me. <laughs> you, you, you did perform quite well, so I feel like... You know, if that was me that was put to the test, number one, I wouldn't do it because I don't like chocolate milk. But you just, you nailed it. I'm, I'm very Thank impressed. You. I do know chocolate milk. Sometimes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, I feel like I did give you a few hints along the way that, you know, kind of helped out. Yeah, how do you know? You don't drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you're not just a chocolate milk fan. You're a milk with dinner, milk with lunch. I don't think that's weird. <laughs> People like milk. Everyone in my family likes a glass of milk with dinner and I keep getting bullied about this issue in the team, outside the team. Workplace bullying. 
It is. What is wrong? Even like in Perth, I saw I it. had my sandwich at lunch and I was like, do you know what would be good right now? Glass of milk. Check the fridge. Also, in Perth, they keep their milk in like a plastic. Did you notice that? I mean, like a squeezy bag. Like a squeezy bag. I thought that was weird too. Did you think that was weird? I thought that was weird. Anyway. Maybe plastic hasn't got over to the West yet. <laughs> I don't have that bottles. Form. They still put <laughs> the glass bottles out the front of their house every morning <laughs> to get it filled up by the milk and over there. Well, they are three hours behind. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think it's weird. We're still talking about milk. Okay, yeah. Okay. Do we move on with milk or we keep going with milk? Milk. Milk, yay. Go milk. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, that, that is enough talk about milk, isn't it? We've, we've harped on we've about it. 20 minutes worth of milk talk. Okay. Great. Maybe we'll, get, maybe, we'll get, maybe we'll get a milk sponsor. <gasps> what is it? Pura? Well, I'm a dairy... Fr- it has oh, to be dairy-free for me, so... What's that ad? Littles. 1% fat, lactose-free. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what is that? Do you remember that ad? Yeah. <laughs> what, it, was, what was that for? It was for a brand of milk, but I don't want to give out any shout-outs no. because we're... I just remember the end. And only 1% fat. 1% fat. Okay, well, I've got a new segment for you. It's called On This Day. Here we go. <sighs> so, as we said in the first episode, we've been playing together for a long time. This is Too your long. ninth year with the Vixens, my tenth year, and we've known each other for many moons before that, unfortunately. Oh. Um, so, I, you know, I thought, given we've been in the team for so long together, we could do a little bit of a flashback. Um, so, on this day, mm-hmm. um, in 2017, it was the first season of SSN. <gasps> Take us back there. That was exciting. Wow. 2017 seems like a long time ago, six but also years. six years. Is it that already? Goodness gracious. I had a different look back then. So did you. I was mm-hmm. rocking the top bun. Yes. And you had the fringe at the back, <laughs> which most people have a fringe at the front, but you had one at the back. I still have remnants of the neck fridge from when <laughs> I decided. You do, I can see right now. Yeah, I cut off all outside. my hair a few years ago um, because I was just over having long hair. It gets annoying after a while, especially if you're, you know, doing physical exercise as a mm. career. So I just decided to cut it all off Fix without actually thinking about how I would tie then proceed up. to tie it up. And if you look at photos of me from 2017, someone put a photo up on Twitter a few years ago and I honestly didn't – no one recognised no, me. No, I didn't like, recognise you. Like, Who's that playing goal defence for the Vixens? And I was like, well, that's Ooh, me. I'm not really sure. Um, we both looked a little bit different, still the same. But 2017 probably was the first year – well, the first year I started out on court, the, mm-hmm. the previous two years, obviously I started back in 2015 behind Jeeva and Bianca, which were incredible, or still are, Jeeva, still going, um, players. And, you know, I bided my time a little bit on the bench. You were obviously probably out there a little bit more when you started the year before me, so you were definitely the next one out there um, before me in that defence end. So, you know, I'd sort of done the hard yards at training in that, you know, first couple of years um, at Vixens. And then 2017, obviously the introduction of Suncorp Super Netball and being able to start that first game of the season against Collingwood, who are the new team, the rivalry team coming on, um, who we'd obviously lost a couple of players to. Um, and then, yeah, having that first game starting goalkeeper with you out in front of me at goal defence, just bringing back all those memories of our under-15 days where we played for Victoria in the still the Navy dress, which was very exciting. Um, so, yeah, I think it was sort of that first opportunity to be able to get out there on court and new league, new competition, new teams, everything was new. Um, it was very exciting. So well, the season started very early. It started it in February. So come the middle of March, we're actually up to round five. And wow. we were doing quite well in 2017. And we'd, we'd travelled up to Brisbane for round five to play against the Firebirds. Uh, how do you think we went? I'm trying to think back to that. 2018. Do you want I'm to know the starting lineup? 
Yeah, go. It was you, goalkeeper. Yep. Me, goal defence. Chloe Watson. Oh, wing defence. Kate, Liz, Tegan, and MJ back at goal shooter still. So not too dissimilar. Pretty to similar team, yeah. really. Um, Chloe, oh, God bless, with her little three kids now running around. I know. How our lives are different to hers. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm Just sure. Slightly. I'm sure she drinks a lot of milk. <laughs> her kids certainly are. <laughs> But no, I think um, what a lineup though. Yeah. How do you think we went? I was it close? No, that's not the one I was going to say. We won one game by one goal, mm. but that wasn't that. Oh, twenty eighteen. No, this is twenty seventeen. No, twenty seventeen. Sorry, I'm in the wrong year. Twenty seventeen. I reckon we won. Yeah, we did. We did. We won by I think it was six goals in the end, so not too bad. This is before the super shot as well, so I feel like the scores yeah. were slightly lower. Okay. Um, given there were no two point shots, so. Uh, do you want to have a little preview of our personal performance? I've got the stats here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Emily Maddox. You were playing on Romalda as well, and I was playing on Gretel when they were playing together. Wow. Dynamic duo up against another equally as dynamic. Even better dynamic. Duo. <laughs> Emily Maddox. Four gains, three intercepts, huh. one rebound, 26 penalties. <laughs> Gee whiz, 26 penalties. Well, if that was this and that points now, I'd be negative 50. I don't think they had them back then. No, but if they yeah. did, negative 50. Yeah. It's 26. 26 penalties. I feel like we try and stick around that. 20. You want to be under 20. No, you want to be like, you know, 10 to 15, I reckon. Oh, but that, sometimes. You never know. Like, oh, I reckon my penalty count on the weekend was maybe like 12 or 13. Don't do, I'll do a live check for you or do yeah. you know? No, I reckon. I looked at my contacts. I reckon I had 11 contacts, which I think is around what you want to be. Um, as defenders, obviously, you're going for the ball a lot more. So you're going to be naturally getting more contacts um, than the attackers. But 26, is that majority contacts or is that majority? It'd have to be contacts. There was, I think there were 18, 18 contacts, Maddox. Who was umpiring? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't blame the They don't have those stats. Um, from the weekend, you only had 14, so that's quite good. Yeah, so that's not bad. 26, that's a lot. What about you? Hang My on. stats. <laughs> Three gains. Good. Zero intercepts. <laughs> Pressure. Two rebounds. 18 penalties, so nice. um, a little bit better. And one goal assist. Oh. Pretty good. I love your goal assist because you know it's coming from about 10 seconds earlier. I know, you I'm wind su- up. Surprised the defenders never intercept it because it's pretty <laughs> obvious where it's going. It's a telegraph. I could write. It's what it, um, it was in yesterday's news. Oh, uh, yeah. Someone said that in the commentary I yesterday, Stacey. Yeah, I like Should that. Take that. We'll yeah. take that one. Thanks, Stacey. Thanks, Stacey. Um, all right. Well, that was it. Wow. We're coming back from 2017 to current. Da, 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 da. Back in 2023. That was a... I felt so young. Where? Why do I have wrinkles on my head, Joe? Yeah, why are you wearing a low bun? <laughs> I've got a middle part. You've got a middle part. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> so this week, match preview. We're taking on our crosstown rivals. Yes. I love this game. Don't you just love this game? Feel and feel the rivalry. I think going back to that, going back to 2017, we don't need to do the sound effects, but going back, okay, we'll do it. Going back to 2017, and that was the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. And all the talk was on Magpies. Obviously, they had some really big players. And so did we, but we were the underdogs going into that. Mm-hmm. And we won. And there's this video of the crowd, and I think it was Tegan Phillips' husband, Joshi, that took it. And it's all our parents in the mm-hmm. crowd. And it's in slow motion, and they're getting up, going nuts, crazy. And I think that's almost... Obviously, the 2020 Grand Final was up there, but one of my favourite matches to play in. And I think that 
stemmed this rivalry is that match. Mm-hmm. And every time we play them, it's hard, it's fast, it's close sometimes, sometimes not, but usually a really tough battle. Um, so this weekend, obviously, their home game, they had their first home game just gone, so two home games in a row for them. But hopefully we get some Vixens fan, fans there to cheer us on because it's going to be a really good close match. They played quite well they on the weekend. Win, yeah. They did. They had a, quite a good match against the Swifts. Um, we did some footage of them today, Joey, and they're looking... Don't tell them they could be listening oh, to this podcast. They probably are the number one fans. Yeah, um, I think so. Looking quite slick, so I think mm. it's not going to be an easy game for us at all. They're going to be out there to beat us and we're definitely out there to beat them. So I think some key matchups are you know, going to be pivotal, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. How about you? Are you well, excited? Hopefully. Well, um, let's say. Hoping. Round two. I don't want to give it away because maybe you won't and then I we'll know. scare them and you'll just oh. jump out and they'll be like, oh, I I'll thought Joey wasn't playing. I'll just be on the floor the whole time. Yeah. And just, just crawl on to court. Yeah, I think so. Pop yes. Um, round two, hopefully. But we'll wait and see on that front. Keep keep all the listeners at home yeah, just Yeah, just keep it on the edge. But you have been training more and looking very good out there. We had in Perth, you obviously came away with us, which was really exciting to have you there as another coach, supporter, friend, everything, just doing, you know, amazing in that space. But we obviously want to see you back out on court. Mm. Um, but seeing you at training, we had training when we got there in Perth and you did everything and you we did a bit of match play and you were just getting tips and touches. I was like, oh, that'd be nice to have her for tomorrow. But anyway, <laughs> I'll try and do it <laughs> in the goal defence position. But yeah, hopefully you'll be back out there. Um, well, last time we played Collingwood was actually in the last round oh. of 2022. So it was the game before finals. Now, I mean, we, ha- we did play them in we had a little practice, internal practice match mm-hmm. over the um, pre-season. But, you know, they're chock-a-block of international talent with two Jamaicans, Jeeva that plays for England uh, national team, and Ash and Sophie as well. So five mm. of their and players Molly. and Molly. Molly was out too. Is that what you oh, mean? Oh yes, I mean yeah. I was talking about their international players. Sorry, like, not Molly. <laughs> Molly probably one Molly, day. Molly's a very maybe talented she player. She's very talented. <laughs> um, but last time we played them, we won mm. in the actual season, which was all the way, you know, last year. But we, because we only won by two, this is the weirdest. It was weird, wasn't it? It was so weird. It felt like a loss for us because they had to lose by three or less to make finals mm. and we already won by two. Bizarre. Which meant they did make finals. So for them it also felt like a win. And they celebrated. Yeah, they celebrated. And we <laughs> looked like we'd lost. It was just all backwards, wasn't it? And then I remember talking after the game. My mum was like, why did you look so upset? You look grumpy. I was like, oh, whoops, I didn't know. I was just like felt annoyed that they were celebrating but fair enough we would have done this oh, yeah. exactly the same thing but it was a weird weird game wasn't yeah, it it was weird so hopefully this time around uh we also come away with a win um maybe slightly more convincingly perhaps we'll see we'll see is there anyone that you're in terms of matchups that you're looking forward to seeing or you think will be crucial out there oh i feel like uh liz watson on ash brazel two diamonds teammates tussling out there they're both probably some of the most athletic players in our competition both so strong um just pure power really very Mm. envious of the two of them so I think that'll be a really good battle that's probably what I will be hopefully looking forward to watching on On the court on the court I'll have their seats in the house yeah you will and that's the thing sometimes watching the attackers and there's key matchups sometimes it happened for us and looking down the other end of the court is fun to watch and just seeing them tussle it out and then the ball comes down your end. You're like, shivers, I've got to defend my own player. What oh, am yeah. I doing? <laughs> but no, I'm excited. And I think 
it'll be definitely one to watch because I reckon there's going to be some really strong play out there and quite clinical play hopefully as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like our game against Fever was quite clinical in Mm. the amount of mistakes and I feel like if we can put that sort of out there again against Magpies, hopefully that does as well. So if anyone wants to come along and watch, we'll be at John Kane Arena on Sunday at... 4 p.m. Thank you, Emily. I was like, <laughs> two or four? I two, never know. Four. Four's an interesting time. I, have, I normally don't look that far ahead. I know it's on Sunday, I know. but the time... You've got other things to worry about. I'll figure that out when we get to it. Yeah. Four o'clock. I feel like we don't play that many four o'clocks. I think that's my key time. I love... I think I like that time the most. What's your favourite time to play? I think I like the 5 p.m. Saturday games. First game of the round, get it over yeah, and done with. Then you get to then you have a watch bit more, everyone. Yeah, you get to watch the other yeah. games. Yeah, being the last game, you do sort of watch the other games as they and unfold. you're like wanting to get out there yourself. And especially for me, I'll be like... Get I'll me out there. Absolutely Let me out of them. I'll have to hold you back. <laughs> let me out of Let me out of <laughs> I will. Well, uh, we did get a little bit of feedback from our first episode and, you know, we're hoping to have some guests on. We've got some guests in the room today. Um, they're not real people. We've got Liz Watson and Kate Maloney behind us. Uh, we don't have a guest today. Sorry to disappoint everyone. But mm. next week there is a guest coming. Yeah, we will have guests and we'll try and make it quite broad. We obviously want to have our teammates on there but hopefully mm. get some different interesting people. Yes. I've got some feedback from family members. They've wrote me a list of things that they want to see and they don't as mu- they don't like as much. I was like, wow, thanks. At one, I've got well, all this feedback. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we get some good guests and mix it up a bit, as well as Bannix Media will be coming back in the near future. But I didn't. we want to use, you know, what do you say? What's the saying? Don't want to show all our eggs at once. Cards? <laughs> do you know what you show all your eggs at once? Eggs! <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think eggs? Because I think you're thinking, I don't want to put all my eggs in one, one card. Basket. And, what? A basket? <laughs> Oh, that one. Isn't it a I want my eggs in my garden. Basket's the saying though, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but I don't want to show all my eggs. <laughs> Who are you showing your eggs to? Who is it? Know. All my eggs are, are out. just like a farmer saying, look at these eggs. <laughs> oh, we're useless. We're it is really Easter, so, you know. That's what I meant. Don't want to put all the eggs under the Easter bunny. Yeah, you just watch. You'll be like the... Gloves are going to come off. What, <laughs> what are, are the eggs, aren't they? About? The claws are going to come out. Is That's that what's going to happen next weekend. The gloves will be. I'm off. not. What are those claws called? Are, are they set? What are those like called? Limericks? No, that's not a limerick. I don't know. They sound like cliches to me. Cli- but they're, uh, you know, I feel like. Come on, Western words. Life I feel mottos. Like, don't show all your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> don't show all your eggs at once, because that's not good. Well, okay. You know, we did want to bring back Manix Media, but today it's about me. Mm. Um, so we bring back. Weston's Word, not Weston's World, um, the segment mm. we ran last year, but Weston's Word. I don't think there's a same theme song for this, but... Yeah. The crowd goes wild. Uh, you know, for long-term listeners of the pod or one episode um, and long-term followers of the Melbourne Vixens, I used to run... Um, used to run? Uh, I used to produce... Uh, I used to star oh, in... <laughs> Shush. God, you're so full of yourself all the time. I used to... <laughs> I used to be the main character in Weston's Word, which was a segment I'd run. Mm. I'd have a teammate on each week. Um, Mainly me. Can I just say I started probably like 80% of that, obviously because I was the best talent to get. I think so. And you were the cheapest. (laughs) I was. My rate is very low. Uh, It's where I would find, you know, a word that's off the beaten track um, in not everyone's vocabulary, um, especially not mine. I mean, the thing about this is it's making me sound like I'm – 
incredibly intelligent, which we all know I'm not. Joe, you're just saying that, so I go, Joe, you you are so so smart. smart. You're smart. You're (laughs) so smart. Yeah, maybe book smart, not street smart. Isn't that weird? I feel like we compliment each other in that you are very book smart, but in life outside of the book, (laughs) you take the book away from you, not always as intelligent. I I mean... Forgetful, leaves your passport on planes. I feel like I'm there, like looking after you behind you, like, Joe, do you have your backpack? No, because Emily and I went to South Africa on a diamonds tour many moons ago, and we were in Perth Airport, and I'd gone to the bathroom, as you do before getting on a long flight. And we were, I'd come back out, and I was sitting with the rest of the diamonds teammates, and suddenly I hear paging. Joanna Weston, can you please come to the service desk? And I was like, this is my moment. I'm getting upgraded. No I'm going to be flying business. I'm going to be on that full <laughs> flat, flat laid bed, pajamas sorted. Champagne. Fly from Perth Johannesburg, to Johannesburg. I would saunter up to the front desk. And the embarrassment when they hand over my travel wallet with all of my money, my credit cards, and my passport inside. <laughs> Just a disaster. <laughs> like, and it's not the first time, and it probably won't be the last that you do something I'm like that. I'm better now, though. Are I you? Think. Anyway, the word of this week is incandescent. Have you heard this one before? I feel like I have. Is the opposite candescent? (laughs) (laughs) Uncandescent, discontent, incandescent. There's a lot of... of Is there multiple meanings? There's two. Um, Do you you want me to use it in a sentence? Yeah. So, well, actually, it's like this. It's like... Um, Emily felt an incandescent rage at the umpires. Okay, incandescent. Inca- it's like a fire, like a yeah. like a. <clears throat> I'm so annoyed, rage, like because that came after it. So it's obviously like. Un- you're you're on the right. Yeah, end. like so it's like being full of strong emotion is one of the right. Meanings. The other one is. Um, emitting light as a result of being heated. So I would liken this to when um, I exercise a lot and obviously I overheat. <laughs> I look like I'm incandescent. <laughs> you're a fire. Your face is on fire. Is that what, what, is that what we're going to? Well, my hair is like my hair between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> you're a sweaty mess. It's like a fire just raged through your face. Yeah, that's incandescent for oh, me. Oh, not what I would have thought. I feel like I was thinking candle in there, so I feel like... Because canned, yeah. like candle fire burning. The logic, mate. The logic is logic. I was there, but I wasn't. I'm I so wrong. I think that's pretty good. Well, now you, you you can use it every day. I'll you use can it use all it out the time. on court. Be like, Joe, you look incandescent today. I won't even be able to get that out. I can't even say your name sometimes and it's one syllable. How am I going to get incandescent out? Practice. I call you Liv sometimes. So I do that all the time with um, our teammates out on court. The amount of times I call Kate Liz and Liz Kate. Because mm. like, well, they look pretty similar. It's just whatever is front of mind. We should call. We should start making different nicknames. Maybe our listeners can call up and say what their nicknames are for everyone. Because I feel like you've got some rippers. Mine for you is Peston. And I mm. feel like that's gone. Joe Peston Weston. Perfect. That's easy. Mine's probably Superstar Emily. I don't know. I feel like that's probably the number one name that gets tossed around. Mechanics the Mechanic. (laughs) Take her to the Mechanics. Take her to the Mechanics. That was so funny. What were you? Um, This was a song. Again, Josie Phillip coming up again in this conversation in the Vix Men. I swear mine was Weston is Weston. Weston. It is Beston. 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 It's it's like a 
it doesn't really work. The best one was Kate Maloney. Maloney. No, no, Baloney. Now you can put, put him in, in the blender. blender. <laughs> <laughs> so original. That should have yeah. been MTV hot. Okay, yeah. that's Western's word for this week. Next week, you're going to come to us live with a Mannix media and segment. Anyway, you you're going to look like a silly person after you made me look like a silly person with your word. You wait, Joe. I will be waiting. I'll be here. I'll be here next week All and right. the week after and the week after that. And the week after that? Maybe the week after that. Okay. We'll have cool. to wait and see. We made it to episode two. Hopefully we make it to episode three. I'm not banking on it. Odds on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Next, yeah, well, like, I mean, you've drunk enough chocolate milk for the next three episodes. Yeah, I'm so full. you're pretty full. I'm full. No need for lunch. It's going to last me. Like, this recovery is going to last me to the game, I reckon. Yeah. I'm so recovered yeah. after all that chocolate milk. <laughs> Look at me go. All right. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon we... What do we wrap it up? Do we need a sound effect to wrap it up? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to The Backstoppers, presented by Deakin University. Looking for a future in sport? Be ready to transform the industry. Deakin School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences is ranked number one in the world. Study with them and be prepared to redefine what it means to work in sport. Plus, experience priceless practical experience with elite industry partners, like with Netball Victoria and the Melbourne Vixens. We respectfully acknowledge the Rwandari people as the traditional owners and custodians of the lands and waters where we're based in Parkville. We acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of all the lands and waters where netball is played throughout Victoria and pay our respects to elders past, present and future.